Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. Well, hello and good afternoon. Welcome to the Move the Stairs Friday conversation where we share brand protection strategies for tackling some of your biggest public relations challenges. We're excited to chat with you if you're joining us live today and if you're joining us after the broadcast, uh, either on video or on the podcast, we are so glad you're here. How are you guys today? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah, it's nice to be live. You know, we had a a few weeks off there where we shared some content, which we think is still really meaningful. So go back and check that out if you haven't. But it's great to be live on a Friday at noon again with you guys. Now, I just want to say for the podcast listeners, you are really missing something special with Jordan's ugly (laughs) Christmas sweater. (laughs) Now, Jordan, you're going to wear an ugly Christmas sweater all through December. Is that right? Tis the season, right? And they're all, all going right. to be Star Wars themed. <laughs> Wait, show us. Show us. You, you got to get a little more in the frame. Oh, there my you goodness. go. There you go. <laughs> Look at those Very nice. <laughs> all right. So if you're joining us on the podcast, what I want you to do is to double check the video just so that you can check out these ugly sweaters. They are, <laughs> they are something yeah. special. Yeah. Before we lose people, though, um, <laughs> we'll get this train back on the tracks. If you can focus um, and you're not looking at the ugly Christmas sweater, today we're going to be talking to you CBD business owners about how you can prepare for your 2021 PR challenges. And by the end of this episode, you're going to be able to put forth a plan that will help you protect your brand in 2021. Because my goodness, if 2020 wasn't enough for you, (laughs) we wanna make sure 2021 is gonna get off to a great start for you guys. Absolutely, I think 2021 is going to be one of the best years all of us have ever had. That's That's my first prediction. But what we're gonna do is we're gonna break this down as we always do into three mini conversations. We're gonna talk about um, what uh, what really impacted 2020 PR challenges for CBD. And then we're going to look at what you should consider for 2021 when preparing your CBD PR plan. And finally, we're gonna give you five specific 
considerations that you should foster for specific trends, considerations, things that you should really think about as you're deciding what's going to be um, how you should be forecasting the year and what you should be preparing for. So I'm very excited about that. I think it'd be fun. That's going to be great content. And if you are joining yep. us live, please jump into the conversation. Uh, and I want you to answer this question. What do you think was the biggest CBD trend in 2020? Um, if you're joining us later, I want you to post your questions or comments on the in the chat. And uh, if you have any questions, we're absolutely uh, happy to answer those in an upcoming Move the Stairs conversation. So please join in the conversation. And uh, Sarah Vanna White Beatty, can you please stand by? <laughs> we have our free downloadable one sheet we offer with every episode. So make sure to grab that once we get the blog up live after we're done taping this. Um, you can get this one here as we continue to talk about your PR plans for 2021 and your particularly your PR messaging, right? Especially Diane, we've talked about this. Yes. Exactly. In light of the FDA really not making any specific rulings this year, you have to hone in on your communication and your messaging now so that you can be ready. Use those four C's. Yeah, we were waiting for the FDA to come through and really give us the guidance so that our CBD clients, we could be as, as sure as possible of what we could say and what we couldn't say. Well, guess what? Didn't happen. Is it going to happen <laughs> this year? Um, I do fully expect that it will happen next year, but then we fully expected it was going to happen before the end of December. So we'll see. But in the meantime, I think it's really important to look back and uh, talk about what happened in 2020 for CBD businesses uh, that you really need to, to think about so that it helps inform you as you're looking forward to what you're going to do for 2021, because that research into what happened in 2020 is really important. And that's what we do this time of year. You know, we are all former journalists. We call that our insider media relations experience. And what that means for our clients is that we're always thinking ahead. What is the next day's news, the next week's news? What's the next year's news? Um, you know, and we're always thinking about these things ahead of time to help our clients position, be, be positioned in the right place. And really, there's nowhere more important than in the CBD space when thinking about um, where things are headed in 2021. And there's so many twists and turns, as we know, uh, on in regulation and research and in new information coming out daily. So that's what we're helping our CBD clients think through at this time of year, at the tail end of 2020, to look ahead and get... Uh, strategically planned and ready to go for 2021. So we know the pandemic had a very interesting impact on CBD. Um, what we found out is that more people are using it and more people, the people who are using it, are using it more frequently. So that's very interesting. And we don't see any reason why that's going to stop. Mm -hmm. um, but the pandemic certainly sped that up. Um, what that does is that that gives you a great opportunity because people are dying for information on CBD. I just saw um, some research yesterday that said that your customers, they do want to hear from their doctors, but the doctors aren't ready to talk about it yet. So it is important for you to talk about what you can talk about. Um, and I know that there's going to be um, probably in the next two weeks, 
So today is December 3rd, guys, or 4th? 4th. 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 Um, in the next two weeks, there's going to be some uh, an amalgamation of research that's going to be released on different types of CBD, whether you're talking about CBD for pets or whether you're talking about CBD for anxiety. That would be a great, and if you come to MNC, we'll have that research on our website uh, as well as on our social media pages. But that's a great place for you to go and find out what's happened um, in a very easy, digestible form. And that's really, really key because you really want to do that. So position, positioning yourself as a thought leader with your customers, you're going to hear that all through today. That's really important. Um, Diane, also, yes. quickly explain what a thought leader is. That's a term that we throw around in PR all the time. And I want to be sure that people understand what thought leadership is. Basically, thought leadership means that you're an expert. That doesn't mean you have to be the expert, but you're an expert in your category. You're passionate about it. You know the latest uh, information that's out on it. And people can come to you and they can trust that the information that you're giving them is unbiased, is um, objective, and is what we know. You can always then say, and this is what I think after that, but you always want to give that factual information first because then you build that trust with that customer and that customer comes back it builds customer loyalty so being a thought leader um, and it can mean talking to your local media it can mean writing blogs it can be making sure that your employees are really up to date on the latest information so that they also become thought leaders for the customers that they interface with it means that you put information on your website so many of you have digital uh, marketplaces now but the information on the digital marketplace so people what as they're buying they have questions there's a place that they can go there's an FAQ that they can see and that's with CBD you should be updating that monthly that's the reality because that's how quickly information is coming out and it's going to come out even more quickly I believe in 2021 so become that thought leader it's really really important the other thing is cannabis in general in 2021 has really moved to greater and greater acceptance. So dispensaries that were first shut down in the pandemic then became in so many states essential businesses. Talk about moving the credibility of, can of the cannabis industry as a whole. That's pretty incredible. So that moved very quickly. And then of course, with the elections, we had five more states. In fact, we're down, let me rephrase that. We are down to only three states in the country where some form of cannabis isn't um, is, isn't legal. Why that matters for CBD is because people still, the general public, it's not that well known that CBD and THC products are not the same. And so that's another area that gives you an opportunity to talk more about CBD because that acceptance is coming along. Um, so that's really important. Um, the other thing is, while the FDA hasn't issued the regulations, it's going to be really, really important that you are so careful with any ambiguous language about medical claims. Just don't make any medical claims. The other thing that we also say to our clients is that, especially on social media, if you have a raving fan who's making medical claims, you need to hide the post because you just don't want to raise the ire of the FDA. Those FDA letters get reported on. And whether or not you're going, you know, a company says, I didn't do this, or I didn't mean to do this, or that, you know, it doesn't matter. Once it's out there, it's out there. And that's your reputation. 
So you know what? We always say be really, really conservative. Internationally, um, CBD is still going to be under internal regulations, but the European Commission says CBD should not be regulated as a narcotic. And that just happened in the past two weeks. That's huge as well. So worldwide, we're seeing more and more acceptance of CBD. So again, that's a great opportunity for you because as you can cite these things as this is where our industry is going and that this is what I know um, specifically in your case, or there's so much that you can talk about to position yourself, whether you're on Twitter or Facebook or whether you're on your website, all these places where you're putting out information really raises your thought leadership and puts you in a position of being an expert and somebody who can be trusted. And who do people buy from? People they know, trust, and like. So building that trust bucket, filling it up, very, very important. I think it's really important too, if you can, you know, take that research that is very scientific. I mean, if you have a chief medical officer, you can work with them to kind of break that down into a way that it's easy for not only you to consume, but also your customers and your consumers who are looking at buying your products. You know, what are ways to break that down so that it matters to them? Does it matter to your target audience and who you're speaking to and how will that impact them, not only in the near term, but the long term as well with so much discovery happening. It's really exciting in the world of CBD. So even though we don't have the FDA um, guidelines out yet, you can still take that information and you know shape it in a way that people can digest it pretty easily, right? Absolutely. Well, I, There's so much to talk about. Yeah, I think that's such a great point, Jordan, because um, you know, for for these podcasts and for our blog post, I do all of the background research on SEO. And um, what I find when I'm going out there and, and researching information about CBD is how quickly you can get into the weeds. And you can just, you know, Google something and you think, well, there ought to be a, a you know, quick answer to this. There isn't. And I think what that shows is that there's a tremendous opportunity that if you... Um, in partnership with your uh, medical advisor or um, very, very carefully, thoughtfully within what we know is allowed, um, communicate clearly to your audience. This is what CBD is. Let's start really basic, 101, you know, intro level. This is what CBD is. This is what we know about it. This is how it's used. Um, that just gives you a tremendous amount of credibility when there's very little uh, information out there that doesn't sort of dive into, you know, to me, it looks terrifying, like my high school chemistry book, you know, <laughs> almost immediately. So I think there's a tremendous opportunity there. And when you're communicating about that information, I hope that you will download and use the harness the powers of the four C's to supercharge conversations with employees, clients, and the media. Um, because what we talk about in this one sheet is clear, compassionate, which Jordan, you actually threw compassionate in there. And I think that's very um, useful, especially this year. You know, when you're communicating compassionately to, to let people know you understand why they're looking for more information, or you let them know that you understand how complicated it is, how difficult to understand it is. Um, Consistent is the other C in there and conversational. Again, you're trying to 
um, in a very warm, friendly, approachable way, explain the basics, what we know at this point about CBD. And that's where you can use that Power of the Four C's uh, page to help you. So Diane, okay. I'm curious, and I'm going to post this in the comments too, but you know, what do you think? And we're asking everybody who's tuning in um, right now or listening on the podcast, feel free to drop us a message. But what do you think was the biggest issue surrounding CBD in 2020? And if you're a CBD business owner, we want to hear from you too, because you know, this is your livelihood. This is important. This is what puts food on the table for you. So what did you notice, Diane, in 2020? I think the biggest question still is the safety issue. How safe is it? How much should I take as far as dosage? Um, when should I take it? What's going to help me with whatever it is, whether it's pain or nausea or anxiety um, or energy? Um, what's going to help me? And what company can I go to where I know it's not just claims, but they really know what they're talking about? I can trust them. That to me sums up what people's questions were in 2020. And they're going to continue into 2021. But the cool thing is, as 2021 continues, because now there's so much research going into CBD, we're going to have more and more and more answers. And that's where I think it's very, very exciting. So that's where we we look at the situation we have now. So you could look at that situation and say, I'm not going to say anything because I could get in trouble from the FDA. What if I said the wrong thing? Um, you know, the, if I put it out there, they'll come. The customers will come. Well, you know what? That's not that's not moving the stairs. And that's what we do is move the stairs. Look for opportunities in this. And this is a very exciting time. If you have a time where there's tons of questions, that means people are looking for tons of answers. And that's where you can move the stairs. And so what is move the stairs? Looking for opportunity in whatever life hands you. Um, the, the quick story is I needed to get a politician's interview first. He was, I was on the wrong side of a, uh, of a lectern area, but there were stairs that he had to walk up and I moved the stairs to my side. So when he walked down, he came to my location and I got the interview first. We need to move the stairs with CBD. It's very, very important. Um, if you're in the CBD business, you're probably very passionate about what you do because there's so much uncertainty in this business that passion is why most of the people are in it. And there is some great opportunity to make money, but still this is such a nascent industry and we're gonna talk about some other things that are happening, which can give you a little pause um, in CBD. The fact of the matter is, is that you need to make the most of what you have every day and build that customer loyalty and trust. And you have to move the stairs to do that. So one of the things we did in 2020 with MNC Communications is we moved the stairs. What we did is, you know, relied on our journalistic experience and we saw a real issue with not just CBD companies, but other companies, municipalities, nonprofits, you know, what could they do in 2020 to protect their brand this year and for years to come? And with that, we've brainstormed a few things that we think in 2021, uh, CBD companies need to be thinking about now on December 4th, right, Sarah? Yeah, and that's part of the what we call brand protection. Mm -hmm. So all of this works together strategically um, to build protection for your brand, build loyalty from your customers, um, to build a resilient business that can handle any of the changes that come along or any um, negative uh, business scenarios or even a crisis 
um, with your business or in your industry. That's what we call brand protection PR. So one of the things we know is that the market research firm Nielsen predicts that Amazon, this is new, will move into the CBD market in 2021. Um, Amazon, to say it's the 800 pound gorilla is underestimating the weight of Amazon by a fair bit. Um, it is never more important than it is right now to build your loyal customer base and fill what we call your trust bucket, that um, reservoir of goodwill, of um, advocacy from your raving fans, um, customer loyalty. That's what we call the trust bucket so that you've got lots and lots of, you know, kind of a a PR bank account to draw from. And, you know, right now Amazon, Amazon sells hemp oil products and has an invitation only CBD program in the UK. So, you know, they're just trying to figure out how to roll this out. And once that 8,000 pound gorilla uh, is, is out of the cage, you know, you uh, will need to have developed some really significant customer loyalty and uh, trust bucket with your uh, audience. The other thing though, move the stairs. Know what's going on at Amazon. Amazon will carry your product. Mm -hmm. So while Amazon is probably going to have their own name product, um, probably white labeled as my guest by the time it's all done, said and done. The fact of the matter is, think of the opportunity that's there for you and your company. So yes, you may have, uh, you will have, Period. You will have more competition. Um, I know that the pandemic has hurt a lot of small CBD companies. Um, the, the pricing fluctuations have also hurt you. Here's an opportunity to get your product out to a huge audience, right? So don't just, and if you go on Amazon now, you'll see it's basically hemp seed oil that's on there. There's no CBD on there, except for obviously in the UK that Sarah was talking about. But so while it's a negative, at first blush, is it? Is that something where you can move the stairs? Is there something that you can plan now? Can you find out what's going on now about when are they going to open this up in, in the U.S.? All these things are so very important. Could you do a Google alert so that if Amazon and CBD comes up, you're going to know that day when the media reports on it because it's going to come right to your inbox. What can you do so that you are completely on top of this? And what is your vision? What is your plan for handling this? So that's, I think that that's a, a, a huge issue that's going to come up. And depending on how people take advantage of it, could be a plus for them or could really uh, have a very negative impact on their business. I think if you look at it the way, Diane, you just put out, um, you know, that you could be working with Amazon as opposed to against them. But if you're a smaller CBD business, you know, as we go back to the first conversation, what are you doing now to make your product stand out versus the convenience of what somebody might um, be invited to buy from a bigger retailer like an Amazon? I mean, we see right. it all the time with the big three, Amazon, Target, Walmart. Um, not with CBD right now, but with other products, it's just a matter of convenience. So what can you be doing right now to make your product shine so that you don't lose customers to the convenience of 
you know, the smartphone and that is the one tap ordering. Maybe that's something that you're working on on your website. Maybe you're building an app so that people can access your products a little bit easier. So there are multiple ways. And I really like that you pointed it, uh, that out, Diane, that you can go about this, move the stairs and figure out what works best for your CBD business. There is a, a company in Oregon called um, Periodic Edibles, uh, Periodic Caramels. They have a wonderful podcast called um, uh, Periodic CBD, I think it is. No, that's not right. I have to think what it is. Anyway, but if you looked up Periodic and you put in CBD or cannabis, it would pop up. The bottom line is that um, they just, they have a following on this on their podcast. And so they're now using their podcast to promote their caramels that have CBD in them as saying, if you really like the podcast and you'd like to support us, that would be great. So um, I bought some of the caramels. They came within one week. I had a personal email from this company saying, we'd love to talk to you and find out what you liked, what we could, what we could change, that type of thing. It was that personal touch. If you're on Amazon, um, unless you have a great automated program, um, you can still reach out and touch people, but it's not that personal touch. And I think sometimes that personal touch, did, did I think immediately, oh, I need to um, order more of these? Absolutely. Did I love that they called and asked my opinion? Sure I did. My ego thought that was fantastic. They don't know me from a hole in the ground. I mean, that was fabulous. So there are so many different ways that you can differentiate yourself and build that relationship with your customers. And that's very, very important. So the, the next thing is in 2021, we could possibly see legislation depending on the makeup of Congress where marijuana is legalized. And remember, we certainly know the difference between marijuana and between CBD. But the point is so many people out there don't. Do not get into your own head and into your own business so far that you forget the people who are just coming. And the CBD business is just scratching the surface of the public out there and what can be done. So you wanna make sure that you keep in mind that as the acceptance of all cannabis products um, builds, that's a great opportunity for you as well. Um, and you wanna make sure that we're waiting for those CBD rulings from the, um, the FDA and then as soon as you know that they're out, that's another thing I'd have a Google alert on is for the, those FDA rulings because it can change dramatically what you're going to be able to say and the benefits you're going to be able to talk about from your product. And you do want to get to that as soon as possible. So it's not just that broad brush wellness or may help with sleep or that type of thing, but that you can actually make some claims. And then also when your raving fans are on your social media and they're talking about it, it's going to be just fine, but you need to know the minute it happens. That's really, really important. So Jordan, <clears throat> this is funny. Uh, more boomers than ever before are using CBD, right? Yes, yeah, they that's, are. That's what the research okay. tells us. Yeah. That's what your boss tells you too. Well, here's, here's the point. Here's the point I'm getting to here. Um, I think, Diane, this is an incredibly insightful bit of information because we know, and in all of the CBD businesses that we uh, work with, um, I, I think it's fair to say that, that um, you know, their, their sort of picture of their ideal co customer um, is 
not a boomer. No. And yet we know boomers are very interested in CBD. Um, boomers have discretionary income, mm-hmm. right? And boomers are interested in ways of, you know, being healthy, feeling better, um, you know, natural ways of uh, uh, looking after their own health and wellness. So I think that's an insightful um, example of what it is to move the stairs in a CBD business <clears throat> is thinking about who are my ideal customers? Who do I think is out there buying my product? But who else can I talk to authentically Absolutely. using the four C's? Um, that is uh, very well positioned as a potential market for what I have to offer. Absolutely. You're talking about aches and pains for women. You're talking about menopause and the, and how CBD can help with the impacts of menopause. You're talking about quality of life and you're talking about anxiety. Now we know the millennials, according to research, research are the most anxiety ridden group. But I have to say that when you're looking at the last quarter, probably maybe ha- maybe a third of your life is a, you've already done. You've already lived more than you're going to live. Period. That's it. When you're a boomer, right? I thought you were talking to me, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, I do live recklessly, but wow, <laughs> <laughs> not going to make it to sixty. All right. No, 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 no. Sorry. As a boomer, you've already lived more life than what you have left. Pretty much. And so the the point is that quality of life matters tremendously. All of a sudden, it kind of comes into view. It comes into focus in a way that it never has before. Um, And CBD is something that helps with that. So there is, I'm telling you, there is a tremendous opportunity in the boomer market. And there are not that many companies out there who are looking at that market. So we think that boomers and marketing, that's going to really come together. And, oh, I did that. And look at the wrinkles on my fingers. Sorry. Anyway. Um, so <laughs> well, so. and I just want to say, because I, I, I represent the Xers out there, the Gen Xers. I mean, you know, what I've got on today is where I'm particularly concerned. You know, how can I look better? How can I look dewier and younger and more like Jordan Sherman? Well, to an extent. You know, you really want an ugly Christmas sweater? No, I don't. I'm not <laughs> a beard. I'm, and just, and just I, wait, the mustache is coming, Sarah. You just want to know that anyway. No. <laughs> wait, can CBD help with CBD help with that? But you know, <laughs> identifying the different generational markets and what is of concern to them right. um, gives you a real opportunity to target those messages. So for Absolutely. boomers, it can be. Um, you know, health and wellness and how am I going to live my best life? How am I going to, you know, take care of the aches and the pains and the sleeping and all of those things? For me, it's, um, you know, how can I do a little bit better with this? Or how can I, how can I get some sleep? How can I uh, take the edge off the anxiety of having two kids at home schooling at the dining room table right now? Um, You know, for, for uh, younger people, Um, We certainly know that the anxiety is an issue, but there are different reasons that different generations are turning to CBD and you need to speak authentically to those different generations um, and address what their concerns are where you're um, talking about your product. And I think this is a great 
spot to kind of transition to one of the things that we're looking at for 2021 next, and that is the CBD market breaking into the beverage market. Now, it's something we've already seen a little bit of, but if we look at the big beverage trend in 2020, and I know neither of you were prepped for this question, but what did we see in 2020 that we hadn't seen before then in terms of what we're drinking? I have an answer to that. And that's that every single time I walk into my local uh, grocery store, I'm seeing more and more and more products at my, you know, grocery store mm-hmm. uh, that it contains CBD. And a very, very many of them are um, beverages, you know, that uh, you can just crack open and drink. Right. And right. Uh, yeah, that they was, have CBD. I was going to say the beverage trend that I didn't think anybody was ready for was like that white claw. Yeah. The seltzer. Right? Yeah. The seltzer. Absolutely. The seltzer just like took over for some reason. I hate the way they touch that stuff taste, but that's really just me. They're just I, and I feel virtuous me drinking them. Anytime. I'm like, but before I met my darling fiance, when I was dating, I did go on a date with a gal who worked for a distributor for White Claw. And this was before the big yeah. seltzer boom. And I remember her telling me, yeah, it's really good. You have to try it. Um, and I was like, I'm kind of a beer guy. So, and then lo and behold, months later, it's White Claw, it's Vizzy, it's Truly, it's Bud oh, Light, Coors yeah. Light, Corona. Uh-oh. Everybody has a seltzer. Um, even the microbreweries here in Colorado are producing seltzer. So the point is, um, what market are you looking to break into as CBD for your products? If beverage is the next market mm-hmm. and your target is millennials, and you know millennials are drinking seltzer more, right. I'm going to jump ahead too because I think this is so important. The beverage companies have some of the biggest marketing budgets in the world mm-hmm. and they spend them. Mm-hmm. And so I expect that there will be a huge amount of marketing of CBD beverages. What does that do? It increases the, the, the credibility of CBD as a whole. How does that help you? It doesn't matter if your CBD is in edibles or if you're doing tinctures or uh, you're doing vape pens, whatever. CBD or your beauty products. Actually, I have mine on too. Today. <laughs> Do you? I, um, yes. I have CBD. It's the glowy. It's a new it's company the called Yosi, and I just received it in the mail, and it's just wonderful. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we love Yosi CBD oil for your face. Yes. So we should call them now. Maybe they should sponsor. But anyway, the bottom line is that um, as these huge marketing budgets are spent in 2021, it's going to do nothing but really raise the entire industry, put credibility behind the entire industry. And that's great for all CBD companies. So you want to be ready for that. And even if I didn't have a CBD beverage um, in my list of products, I still would do a blog on CBD beverages. Mm-hmm. I would still do social media on CBD beverages because it's what everybody's talking about. And then I would transition back to whatever it was that was my product. I think that's really, really important. Or consequently, maybe your raving fans say, we want this from you. We want we want you to exactly. do a CBD beverage product. Exactly. I think that's a really good example of, Diane, you mentioned that in the blog post for this episode, You know, the rising tide lifts all boats. The tide right. is... 
public uh, understanding and acceptance and interest in CBD products. Right. So the yeah. you know the fact that it's in every other beverage on the shelf at the local market uh, means that people are going, huh? Well, that's interesting, you know, and it doesn't seem so foreign. And then yeah. you know they yeah. might be interested in, well, I wonder if it you know might be used at this or it might be good for that or I see it in this product, I'd like to try that. Yep. Also, I, I think in twenty twenty one. We're going to learn more about the CBD, about the plant, about the hemp plant. CBD is just one of the compounds in the hemp plant. There's actually more than a hundred, as anybody who knows anything about CBD knows. But we really only understand, and we're just learning about really three or four of them. Whether you're talking about CBG, CBT, or CBN, um, and you're going to see a lot of people say, like I had someone recently say to me, "Don't talk about CBD because that's so passe. We're already." Well, guess what? It's not passe to your buying public. It's not passe in any way, shape, or form. So while I love how you'll be able to narrow that down to your CBG and what it does and CBN and what it does, you can talk about pain and you can talk about anxiety. This, these are the special compounds. The reality is that we first have to get a general understanding in the public about CBG. And then, of course, for those raving fans, you have even more information because you're going to have more that you can really tease out of that. But do not ever forget the first thing we have to do is educate the public on the general CBD right now, because that's the first one that was out there. And, it, and you're missing the low hanging fruit if you just go straight to CBG, CBN. CBC, whatever, everybody will be so like, oh, I, I'm not even sure what anything is. You don't want to confuse them. Sarah, as you said, we don't want to get into the weeds too much. Oh, and let me tell you, this is the place where it gets weedy and, and you know, college chemistry textbook in a hurry. If you type in any one of these terms um, to investigate what's, what information is out there, you get an immediate return of, you know, those, the chemistry, the hex the diagrams, see this, yeah. right. The diagrams of like how <laughs> these different molecules come together. And my eyes just immediately go, Oh God, Oh God, I did not well in this class at all. But that's the only information that's out there. I think it's a tremendous void of approachable, useful, um, you know, compassionate information, Jordan, about um, what is this stuff? What are the differences? Why would you look for one instead of the other? Um, not in an attempt to show how much you know, right? Which is where we get into trouble. Like right. I'm so smart, I'm not. You know, I'm beyond talking about. You know the differences. Everybody knows that. No, what you're trying to do is bring in potential customers to say this stuff is so confusing. There are so many. Uh, you know abbreviations and acronyms let me explain to you because here's how i remember it this is this is kind of what i'm talking about cbn for sleep <laughs> the way i remember that is a uh, cb night night right there you go <laughs> uh, okay that's what i'm talking about that's what i'm talking about though to give people something that they can use that helps it stick in their heads that is approachable that i can go what am i looking for what am i CB night night, CBN, right? And then I can go find it. <laughs> and it's so important in 2022, so especially. We're never going to forget that. I know we're never going to forget that now, Sarah. <laughs> You're welcome. 
But you know, one of the things research tells us too is particularly with Gen Z, with millennials, we ask questions. We want to have some sort of transparency before we investigate a product. I mean, how much time, and I think this goes across all generations, but how much time do you spend researching a product on Amazon or wherever, the Google reviews, a service, if you're, you know, looking to, uh, that's totally act- a younger person thing. I want you to know that. that oh, okay. Well, right? seriously, <laughs> my son, my son does not do anything without looking, he wouldn't watch a movie without looking at Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not allowed to look at them in the house if he doesn't think that the rating was high enough. And I'm like, sometimes I like bad movies. I mean, sometimes they're fun. And he's like, no, we can't watch that because you get a good enough rating to the point where it drives me crazy. Um, but you're right. That's where everybody is going. I mean, right. I'm still a consumer reports gal because I'm a boomer. And that's what boomers do is we go to consumer reports. Um, and Sarah, where do you go? You know, I'm kind of right in the middle because I have to say I have a mattress being delivered this afternoon that I bought because of Consumer Reports Mm -hmm. because it was a gazillion dollars. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of with Jordan. Like if I I was looking for a laptop bag on Amazon and I go on to Amazon and I read every single review and I sort by, you know, highest rated. So uh, I'm kind of right in the middle. It sort of depends. Maybe I don't know whether it's on cost. I'd have to think about that a little bit. But I use Bull, um, you know, and I'm Gen X. But but I think your point is well taken there, Jordan. Um, I don't think that very many people the the credibility of from what other people say um, is really critically important. And checking those yeah. reviews. It holds more validity. It holds more value for someone making a decision than anything any company can say is the credibility of the other people. And in Mm -hmm. saying that, the other thing that I think is really important is because you're in such an industry that when people come to you, you don't want to look stupid. So they may say things that are completely wrong. When I have somebody come to me who is, we're having a conversation and they say something and I think, oh, geez, Louise, that isn't even close. What I say is, you know, I bet a lot of people think that. Here's what is really going on. Here's what's what you should know about that. Or I, I, I absolutely hear what you're thinking there because I've heard that too, but this is what's really going on. That way you're honoring wherever they are and you're saying it back to them, but then you are correcting them so that they can have the right information. But you're doing it in such a way that you're being kind and compassionate um, and you're honoring the fact that they're trying um, because it's hard to, you know, the first time I walked into a dispensary, um, which was many, many years ago, uh, I was probably, I was the only one in a suit. I can tell you that that was in there. And all I thought was, I don't know what the heck I'm doing here. I have to ask this person and I feel so stupid. I should know more. Well, the reality is, no, I shouldn't have known more. It was in an area that I was in seven, seven years ago or whatever. You know, it's it's just so important for you to honor that person and to really show that you're open to the fact that they are where they are and here's some new information that will take them to even the, the next level and they will appreciate that so much. So I think that's really, really important. So just to kind of put a bow on this uh, second topic here, we want to know what you think. You know, what do you think are going to be the biggest trends that we see in CBD for 2021? We gave you a nice little laundry list of what we think, but 
you're the CBD business owner. What are you That's preparing right. for without giving away all your secrets? Feel free to message us too. Um, we'd love to have you part of the conversation and just drop that into the chat as well. <clears throat> so let's look ahead to next week. <clears throat> this is something that we do every year at this time. We are spending most of December planning for um, our clients for next year. Um, and so we next week, we're going to talk about um, how we put together annual plans, um, big, you know, very uh, sort of interwoven strategic plans um, for our clients. Maybe you want something a little bit more basic. Maybe you just need a one sheet, like, you know, let me just get everything onto one page so I can refer to it quickly. Um, you know, so whatever you're doing, whether it's a big annual strategic plan with lots of interwoven elements, like I'm going to develop thought leadership, I'm going to develop brand protection, I'm going to develop, uh, you know, loyal customer base, um, or you're just like, bada bing, I'm going to get these three done, things done next year, and that's where I'm headed. Um, we're going to talk about that next week, uh, whatever business you're in, CBD or otherwise, um, and if you have any questions. Uh, thoughts or questions on how to get started, drop those into the chat, send us an email, post it on any of the places that you've come to visit us. And we'd love to know how to help uh, as, as we answer questions for helping you get started on your PR plan for 2021. And it's, this is a great time to do it. So having it ready to roll out in January, really, really important. So as you know, MC is a strategic public relations firm. Um, so when we work with our CBD clients, we are constantly thinking about the various audiences our clients are talking to. And we just talked to you about three of them that are really important. Um, their clients, but also their employees, potential customers, regulators. So clear, consistent, accurate messaging is critical to reach all of the audiences that you need to focus on. And so let's take a look at what that means from a uh, PR standpoint. So messaging is the number one concern. And we've talked about the four C's, the downloadable that will help you with that. Um, we want you to talk about the benefits of CBD without making any medical claims. So we basically have five points here we want you to take home. That's the first one. In messaging, no medical. That's, that's the easy way to remember it. Messaging. No medical. Don't make any medical claims. Sarah, don't let anybody. Two? Yeah, uh, don't let anybody on your on your uh, social media feeds right. uh, keep exactly. track of those as well. Number yep. two, building a loyal customer base. It's never been more important. Using the four C's um, to talk to your customers, to your employees, to anybody who um, that you work with in your business and positioning yourself as a, as a trusted advisor, especially as new research and information is released, like you have mentioned several times today, and making sure that you are on top of new information as it comes out and able to um, pivot if you need to pivot with any of your outreach, any of your messaging, or even just uh, talk to your customers about, hey, here's new information, here's what you might take away from that, or here's what we take away from that, and here's how you might use that information. That's number two. Number three, if Boomer is going to be an audience you go after, if they are going to be your ideal customer, you've got to come up with a plan to make sure you're talking to them, making sure that your products are getting in front of their eyeballs and what is important to them. 
you're putting that out there to them in a way that they can understand in a way that they're trusting that your product is going to satisfy uh, what they're looking for in a CBD product. And I think with the discretionary income box being checked, that's a really important yeah. thing compared to a lot of millennials who don't necessarily have that. So be very careful and uh, calculated using those four C's at how you're going to approach your target audiences. Remember, boomers, so many boomers are on other medications and we do not know the interactions, just don't have the science yet on the interactions and the different dosages for CBD, if you take CBD with those other medications. So there's going to be a lot of research out on that in 2021, but never is it more important than to not make any medical claims. And also maybe even to have a disclaimer that if you are on any medications, or even if you're a boomer and you're going to try CBD, talk to your doctor. Really, really important so that you're safe and they're safe because you want to, you want to make sure that people know that you're being as transparent as possible. Okay. Four, we talked about this. Beverage companies are known for spending a lot of money on marketing. And this is going to lead to even more interest as they get into the CBD market. So you're going to see an explosion of this in 2021. So make sure you're positioned on your website and in your social media so that you can be an expert on CBD. And you can also say whether it's in your offering or not. This is what we know about what you're hearing about. So important how to be relevant when you're out there. And if the most relevant thing has nothing to do with your product, it doesn't matter as long as it still has to do with CBD, because then you can bridge right over to what you have. But you've shown yourself to be that trusted advisor, that thought leader, really cares about what's going on in the industry and is on top of it. And number five, <clears throat> the emphasis on the impacts of the different categories, the um, CBG for inflammation, CBC for anxiety, CB night night for sleep, CBN. <laughs> I'd have to come up with, with some way to remember the other two, some little, little short thing, but making sure that you're ahead of the curve <clears throat> and keeping up with the latest research around those topics because what i mean obviously you can tell what i'm concerned about right i'm concerned mm -hmm. about sleep i don't sleep at all ever i don't ever get a good night's sleep so that's my main concern which is probably why i came up with that you know little way to remember it um because you can tell what i'm concerned about so making sure that you're ahead of the curve you're keeping up with that research and you're thinking about how would i convey this research to to other people who are um, looking for uh, something that's going to help in these areas. Right. And remember, you know, there's also going to be whole plant research that's out that out there. And you'll hear, as you all know, about the entourage effect. So a plant has all these different compounds, plus the other hundred plus that are in the plant that we're still learning about. So um, just stay on top of this. And again, Google Alerts is my friend. That's how I do that, as well as I get emails from Hemp Industry Daily, MJ Businesscom, Entrepreneur, um, Leafly. So I get those email newsletters that really help me and I can whip through them 15 minutes in the morning. I know what's going on during that day. And that's great because it really helps me be educated on what's going on. And if I want to dig deeper, then I can, but it gives me the overview of what's going on in that day, that week, that month, when it comes to 
um, all of the different aspects of CBD. I think as you're working to break into the CBD, uh, new markets in CBD as well, having that certificate of analysis at the ready is just so critically important because the trends that we have seen in 2020 with people wanting transparency from companies, friends, that's not going to go away. In fact, in 2021, especially as you're talking about a COVID vaccine coming out, people are very Mm -hmm. curious about that. They're going to ask questions. So if you can have that certificate ready or better yet, if you have a medical professional in your C-suite helping you, um, that may actually help kind of sway some CBD decisions from a company who does have um, a medical officer on their board to a company who may not just because you feel more comfortable that a doctor may be involved with company A versus no doctor with company B. You know, anecdotally, I think that's one of the silver linings of COVID is that people are so much more aware and researching and learning medical terminology and they're, they're and looking for holistic and natural remedies as well as medical remedies. But they're but they're learning so much about medicine right now because we have to. Bottom line, we have to. Mm-hmm. And so for those people that want to have more control, they're more controlling type personalities. They're a great target market for CBD because they're out learning all of this in a way that probably they haven't had to before. So, and certainly when it comes to millennials, um, Jordan, I, I don't know how much you know about medicine, but when I was your age, I couldn't have told you very much at all. But I would <laughs> guess with CBD, or excuse me, with COVID, um, that that focus, that interest level is completely different than if you've gone through a time when you've been pretty much healthy and your friends are pretty much healthy and you don't have to worry, um, this is a whole different thing. When when the news, the first 15 minutes of the news is just on COVID, when the front page of the papers or if you're going digitally and you're looking on any digital outlets, news outlets, it's COVID all the time. So you're learning all kinds of things from a medical standpoint. That's an opportunity for people that are in the CBD market as well, because people are interested in this right now. Very, very interested. So I think that's good. And finally, I want to, to make sure brand protection, you have those Swiss cheese, as we call them, releases in social media. Yeah, and, and explain what a Swiss cheese release is, because that's another right. inside baseball term. Right. So basically, if you think of Swiss cheese, you know how it has the holes in it? So you're going to write a release that has your basic company information and basically says, we know whole and the whole would be this and such and such has happened. And we are in the process of learning more. Uh, We take this very seriously and we will get back to you at whole. And then you're going to put in a period of time right there. You've got a message that says we're on top of whatever the issue is. We're checking it out and we're going to get back to you and we take it seriously. That's all that anybody needs when you first have, and then you can, the rest of the release can be about your company, a little bit about your company. And this is where you can go for more information. You could also put in the release, all information will be on Twitter and here's our Twitter handle. And then you're going to go on social media and you're going to say on your, on Facebook and Instagram and whatever other social channels you have, you will not be updating this here, but you may go to our Twitter um, feed to see what's going on and why Twitter because that's where the media is. So if it's a, if it's a serious issue, you want everybody to go to the same place and it's one place so you know the information that you're getting and you also know what you have to monitor to see what other people are saying, which is really really important. 
So that's really important. Um, and remember a crisis can happen to your company, but a crisis can also happen in your industry that you had nothing to do with. You wanna be on top of that as well. And the press release would be much more, we know that this has happened in the industry, we are learning as much about it as possible, and we will update you as soon as we have more information. So if it's not your crisis, it's just saying, I know what it is. I know what's going on here and that we're on top of it. So that's we want to make sure that you have that. So we have the five, messaging, building loyal customer base, um, considering the boomer, the boomers, taking advantage of the beverage companies and their marketing dollars, and making sure that you have the latest information on the different compounds that are coming out um, from the hemp plant so that you can be seen as an expert in your area. If you have those five things that are the basis for your PR plan, not only are they gonna give you tons to talk about, but they're gonna help build that customer loyalty and protect your brand. And that's what we're all about here. Right, the brand protection strategy. I know it's a lot to digest, but we want to know what you think about the strategies uh, that we have offered today. So let us know in the comments, send us an email. You can send us a message on Facebook as well, and feel free to check out our website. So Sarah, briefly recap, if you can, <laughs> the long list of topics we covered today. Well, so, and by the way, all of this is encapsulated on our blog post mm -hmm. as well. So you can go to movethestairs.com to find the blog post um, if you want to get into this further and, and recap this. But first today we talked about what, what uh, PR topics impacted CBD in 2020 and there were legion. Mm -hmm. um, then we talked about what you should consider when prepping and getting ready to do your PR plan for 2021. Um, and finally, we gave you our top five PR considerations that Diane just um, went through to develop your outreach plan, your PR plan for 2021. So that's the basic framework of information that we are pulling together and synthesizing for our clients. And hopefully that's useful for you as you're spending this last couple of weeks of 2020 thinking about, okay, how do we hit the ground running, which is what we you know, spend every year at this time of year doing. How do we help all of our clients hit the ground running on January 1? Um, so right. you don't want to start on January 1, right? And, and lose mm -hmm. the first month of the year. You really want to no. end strong and start strong. It's a great way to do it. So thanks so much for joining us on this Move the Stairs chat. We are thrilled that you're here. We really enjoy doing this and we're here to help you protect your brand, um, build your business with strategic public relations, insider media relations, and crisis communications. So I hope that you have a wonderful week. We will see you right back here next Friday, same time, same place, but with a different ugly Christmas sweater. Take care. <laughs> on youtube as well because we'll be there because you got to see this yes. ugly sweater. <laughs> so you can see the sweater and we hope you listen to us on our podcast that you can find on all major outlets thanks so much have a great weekend